Well, hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Conversations. I'm super excited to jump into this week's topic. We're going to be talking about the difference between a diminisher and a multiplier. This is coming from a book that I just read. I will put it in the show notes for you to be able to dive into. But really, this this idea of how to be an actual effective leader who is winning and being able to define what that means. Because in this day and age, we have a people who love to use the topic of leadership or even call themselves a leader. But at the end of the day, I don't know if at the end of the day, they're having a bigger return on investment based on their way of being an effective leader. So go, jumping right in, multipliers versus diminishers. So there, there was two big entrepreneurs, business owners, and even just, just men anyways, in the 1800s, William Ewart Gladstone and then Benjamin Disraeli, both these guys were, were very successful and effective, but there was two massive different ways of living. William Gladstone meetings, he was challenging. He made everyone feel like they knew nothing and that he was the most intelligent person in the world. I don't know if you've ever been in a meeting with somebody like that, but they definitely do exist. So William Gladstone, he was constantly making other people feel small. They, they didn't know anything, and he was the most intelligent person in the room. He's the most intelligent person in the world. So Benjamin, coming in, left them feeling like they were the most important people. Same exact country, same exact city, two completely different attitudes. One was constantly challenging people and making them feel like they didn't know anything, and he was the most intelligent. Benjamin, he made everyone feel like they were important. And you can already see the difference between one and the other. So two leaders, two very different attitudes. Disraeli was known for being able to bring the best out of people, and we call them multipliers. These are the people who are genuinely multiplying leaders. And a leader is either a multiplier or diminisher. So you watching this, you are either a multiplier or diminisher. You, you are one of them because we all are leaders. Even if you're leading yourself, that means you are leading somebody, which makes you a leader. So a leader is either a multiplier or diminisher. And there are many ways to split the two. One of the main ones, though, is how we think about intelligence. And you can see based on Gladstone and Disraeli, they had two different perspectives on intelligence. So multipliers see intelligence as something that can be cultivated in others. They don't believe there's such thing as a dumb person. You listening to this, the, there is no way somebody is born dumber than another person. That doesn't even make any sense. Everyone has the same opportunity to learn. Everyone has the same books. Everyone does not have the same experience, I understand that, or even upbringing. But we have to see everyone has somebody who has potential to grow and learn. Diminishers are the opposite. They view as intelligence as skewed. They believe only a few are intelligent, including themselves. It's so funny that to think about the diminisher and only thinking that some people have intelligence, but that just like automatically includes them, like somehow they were picked. And it's always the diminishers who think that. So they struggle to trust people to complete a given task and are quick to condemn someone who is struggling. So this, this is an awareness episode in that obviously conversations is about reaching you, whoever, you're, whoever is listening to this. I believe you can be a leader. I believe that you are a leader. And running through these two different perspectives of leadership, I believe, will genuinely help you grow 
because we we need to be multipliers. A diminisher is somebody who's truly toxic to a culture, toxic to the work, toxic to anything that you can imagine. We don't want to be toxic people. So five practices that distinguish the multiplier. Multipliers, unlike diminishers, attract and optimize talent. Multipliers lead and act around others by helping them discover their talents and putting them to use. Diminishers are private empire builders. You don't want to be a private empire builder. We talk about this a lot, but there are people who are genuinely building their own kingdoms. They're, they're trying to just build their own kingdom. They're trying to be the king in their kingdom, which isn't going to work. We live in 2023 or whenever you're listening to this, not many kings around. So uh, attract and optimize talent. So the multipliers lead and act around others by helping them discover their talents and putting them to use. Diminishers are private empire. Builders, like I said, multipliers lead and act around others by helping them discover their talents and putting them to use. So here's the difference. A multiplier thinks about others. A diminisher thinks about themselves. A multiplier says, hey, how can I optimize and help you see the giftings inside of you and pull that out of you? Helping other leaders pull the potential outside of them to help them see how gifted, how incredible they are. The, the diminisher does not. They, they think, hey, what can I get out of this person and how can I build my empire? So attract and optimize talent. Create intensity that requires thinking. Multipliers create a unique and highly motivating work environment that grants everyone the freedom to do their best. And I'm not in that you didn't see freedom to grant everyone to be perfect. The, the multiplier thinks about, hey, how can I help other people pull the potential out of them and do their best. Whatever their best is, again, that's all relative compared to the person. Whatever the best is for that person, at the end of the day, when they clock out or they're going home or they're leaving church or whatever, they're thinking, man, I did my best today. I performed at the highest possible mentality and even practical day today. So multipliers operate as liberators. So this has given people freedom to think, freedom to work, freedom to innovate, freedom to be the best they can be. And again, that, that's our goal as leaders, as multipliers. We want to help other people be the best they can possibly be. Again, multipliers operate as li liberators, producing comfort and safety for everyone. So you right now, you got to think, am I, am I producing comfort and safety in others? If not, that's okay. Just be aware of that. And how do you, how do you create comfort and safety in, in everyone? Diminishers act tyrannical, making life and living stressful. We've all had a diminishing leader. We've all had a tyrannical leader making life stressful. You get off work, you're tired, you're overwhelmed, you're thinking about work after work, and it always points back to that one person. So this is an opportunity for you to not sit in that and not blame other people for your lack of growth but an opportunity for you to be a multiplier, for you to genuinely think about, hey, I can actually make a difference in somebody else's life. I can be a multiplier. I can actually be the thing that I see a problem in. So multipliers extend challenge. Multipliers act as challengers by creating more opportunities while diminishers operate as a know-it-all, always wanting to showcase their knowledge. So we need to create more opportunities for others. And that practically might look like making more room for people. And saying, hey, I believe that you need to replace yourself in three months because there's, there's something bigger that I want for you. That you, you need to see it for yourself. So while diminishers operate, they always want to showcase, showcase their knowledge. It always goes back to them. 
And and you cannot be selfish and lead others at the same exact time. It's just not going to work. You get, you got to be able to put yourself second to the first person. Again, you can't lead others if you lead yourself. Understand that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you need to create opportunities for others and for other people to succeed more than you. That's a true test of your leadership or even your pride is the person you're leading. Can they actually become better than you or can you lead somebody better than you? Because just because they're better at a skill or a task or even a culture item in your specific workplace, that does not mean that they're supposed to be the leader. A leader is somebody who stewards people and helps reach their potential, not yours. So again, we, we don't want to showcase our knowledge. Our goal at the end of a meeting, again, a one-on-one, a conversation, anything, a town hall, is to not showcase your knowledge. It doesn't matter. Your, your knowledge is shown by your servanthood and listening and being the leader that they want. So we need to create more opportunities while diminishers operate as know-it-alls. So last one out of five, debate decisions. Multipliers maintain success by serving as investors. They move people to get committed. Diminishers jump to conclusions, taking charge in every decision. If you're making the end decision of every single thing in your workplace, you are such a problem in your environment. You should help other people make decisions. Come to the conclusion with them for X amount of times so they can understand how you got there and help them think and help them make decisions. So you're an investor. You're coming in. You're listening. You're listening to the problems. You're listening to your team talk through things, make decisions, and you're just investing. You're putting a, a little compliment here, encouragement here, a challenge here, a thought here to help people grow and think bigger. They move people to get committed. So you're moving somebody from an indecision to making a decision based on you being an investor, helping people think, helping people get to conclusions, helping people make decisions. And diminishers jump to conclusions. You're you're jumping in the call. You're talking over people. Maybe you're not even letting people talk. You're just saying the decision and it's done. That's a problem. You can see how people are not growing and how people are not going to stay in your organization. So multipliers don't take themselves too seriously. We got to take ourselves a little less serious. I understand what you're doing is so important. I understand that the things that you're doing is making such an impact. Yes, and it will actually make more of an impact if you take yourself less serious. Learning to put a smile on when the moments where you don't want to smile, learning to compliment somebody that you want to fire, those are the days that are truly going to test you and test your character. So we need to take, not take ourselves too seriously accidental diminishers assumed too much responsibility. So you can actually become an accidental diminisher. The idea of this is, again, we're, we're one or the other, and, and it can change within the, within the season, within the day, I understand that. But the, but the way you became an accidental diminisher is because you assumed too much responsibility in a group and thought their job was to be the smartest and manage people. So you might have been the multiplier and you're saying yes and yes and taking on more and taking on more and taking on more. And at that point of being overwhelmed, you actually turn into the diminisher. You think that you're the smartest in the room. You think that your, your responsibility is just to manage the people that actually are not under you or above you. They're just human beings. And for us to think at the end of the day that we are more important than our coworkers, our employees, whoever, is just completely wrong and, and not okay. So if you are an accidental diminisher, there, there is potential for you and there's an opportunity for you to change. And that's what I hope this podcast is for, is awareness of saying, man, I think I might be a diminisher because I, I, I'm noticing patterns in this episode that 
man, this sounds like me in moments. And it sounds like me in moments. I think we all have moments of being a, being a diminisher. So you, if you think your job is to be the smartest in the room, you're a diminisher. And again, diminishers are only interested in themselves while multipliers are interested in others. So if you're interested in yourself 24-7, you're interested in thinking about your opinions of others to make yourself look good, to make yourself feel good, you might be a diminisher and, and multiplier, you're interested in others. That does not mean that you're not interested in yourself. That is also not healthy to, to put yourself aside forever. You need to be able to actually have boundaries and create health in your life, which happens through serving people. You will never not be refreshed when you're serving somebody else, when you're loving on somebody else, when you're encouraging somebody else. You want to be an encouraged person, encourage others. That's how that works. We, we need to refresh others so that we can be refreshed. Someone who works too hard tends to be a diminisher. So somebody who is, and again, I'm not saying working too much. I'm saying too hard. Somebody is trying too hard to get to a problem, to create solutions. Somebody's working too hard because they, they don't want to go home. Somebody's working too hard so that they can take your job. That's somebody who, who's a diminisher. They're overworked. They're tired. They're burnt out. And they somehow created this pity party almost of thinking, man, I think I'm a bigger deal than other people. And we wouldn't never say that, right? But there, there's a subconscious in our mind that somehow thinks that we are more important than somebody else in our organization. That's not. Okay, so diminishers are only after building themselves in their space. I say this, I think, every single episode, but there can't be two kings in one castle. You're, you're trying so hard to build your kingdom. And even within the church, I want to talk to church leaders for a moment. If you have somebody in your organization who is making little subgroups within your organization of, of trying to make little clicks here and there, and they're always the leader of those clicks. That's a serious problem, more than a cultural thing. That's a spiritual thing. And that person is truly against whatever you're trying to build and whatever it's God told you to build. They're, they're creating space for others only when they are the leader and they're talking bad about you or they're gossiping about somebody else. Those are the people that truly you need to have a conversation with because those are the diminishers of the bigger picture and the bigger organization that you are building. So they're only after building themselves. They're, they're trying to get their platform bigger. They're trying to get more opportunities for them, not for you. That's a diminisher and a multiplier. They, they amass resources and talent while diminishers tend to be hoarders. Multipliers, this is what we think. Nothing is mine. Everything is God's. I'm just a steward of it. I did not create it. I did not. I'm just a manager. I'm managing whatever God puts in my hand and that's it. And, and it might look different this season than it looks next season. That's okay. But a multiplier is usually a good steward of everything they're doing, a good steward of their time, a good steward of their money, a good steward of their relationships, because they understand the person that's on my team is not mine. The person who is serving on our church, they're not mine. They never were and they never will be. Diminisher tends to be hoarders that are saying, oh my gosh, I'll never have another of this person or I'll never have more finances or I'll never have enough confidence to be able to do X, Y, Z. And, that, and that's a hoarder. You don't want to be a hoarder as a leader. You got to understand that what you release, God will replace. I guarantee you every single time that there's a moment where a leader leaves and they're excellent and you send them well. God will replace them with somebody not better than them, quote unquote, but the person who can carry the weight that they carried because that's just how it works. Multipliers liberate people to think, speak, and act in reason. So again, multipliers liberate people 
That's that's creating freedom in others so that they can actually truly walk in everything that they're supposed to be walking in. You need to multiply. Multipliers tend to, again, liberate people to act, think, and speak. Act, think, and speak. And within reason, right? This, this isn't saying that everyone just gets to have an opinion about everything. I always like to say everyone has a right to opinion. It does not mean you have a right to be heard, especially within a business or organization. Because if you just took every single thing that every idea that everyone had and changed it, it would no longer be a business. It would just be a cool idea. That's not to say that they don't have a right to be have an opinion and to be heard out anyways. So we, we got to liberate people to think, speak, and act within reason. Diminishers assume their job is to gather information and tell others what to do. So the diminisher is thinking, okay, how can I accumulate all this information, bring it in, and now disperse it out to specific people so that they can do a job. Their organization revolves around them. That's, a, that's the easiest way you, you can tell right now. Does the organization revolve around one person? And if it does, they're a diminisher most of the time anyways. And they, they just assume their job is to tell others what to do. Their organization revolves around them. Diminishers verify that people understand what they know, asking questions to make a point rather than access greater insight. So you can see the toxicity of this. They're, they're always trying to gather information. They're asking questions to make a point. They're, they're trying to go two to three layers deeper than what you're talking through to make a point that you're wrong and they're right rather than them just understanding. And as a leader, you listen to this, you're a leader. If you simply just ask questions to understand, truly, just truly like full understanding of something, you're saying, man, I just want to get to know more about this. I promise you, your leadership will grow with the people serving next to you will, will trust you more if you just ask great questions. So this is what happens with diminishers. The leader becomes the one who provides all the solutions. Subordinates act strictly on leaders' answers. The leader concludes that the subordinates would have never figured it out without them. So the leader is the one, and again, they probably started with good intent. They're gaining information. They're seeing problems, and they're creating solutions, and they're winning, and their team is winning. But somewhere along the journey, subordinates act strictly on the leader's answers. So there's something that happens subconsciously within people that because you're always giving answers in the meetings, you're always talking in the meetings, you're always leading the meetings, you're always being the guy or being the girl. So people start to say, oh, they just have the answers. I'm just going to listen to what they have to say and I'm just going to do it. So the leader, within reason, concludes that they would have never gotten that solution anyways. And they think, honestly, I'm smarter than these guys. I'm more intelligent than them. You might have more experience, but that does not mean that your organization is just going to be built off of your ideas or your opinions or your solutions even because some someone's solution might be better than yours. But again, we're concluding that they would have never gotten there anyways. And what we do is we don't say that, but we create that in our culture. We say, we say answers, we give answers, we give solutions and people go, oh, that's such a good idea. Here's a best case scenario for you. Give it to somebody else. Give the idea to somebody else, give the solution to somebody else, help them understand how you got there and let them have the win. You don't need the wins. People already look up to you. People already honor you and believe in you. So helping other people do that and helping other people win in your organization will make you win and make the team win. So once leaders accept they don't need all the answers, they ask bigger, more challenging questions required to shift the weight of the organization. This is a multiplier's approach. You understand, I don't need all the answers. I don't need to I don't need to be the guy. I don't need to have the solutions all the time. 
I don't need to be in every meeting. I don't need to be there all the time. I'm not, I'm not the person running this organization. We all are. This is an actual team, not just myself. So once you get to that point, you can actually start asking bigger and more challenging questions that require the shift of the weight. So you're asking much bigger questions, more philosophical ideas based on your business to help people even think higher. And for you to not have to be in the nitty gritty daily details is going to help so much and free and liberate the people that you're leading because they don't want to be micromanaged. We all have said that a thousand times. None of us like being managers. So multipliers carry people along in their decision making. I say this all the time. You need to have people shadowing you like all the time. Every single meeting, every single one-on-one, there's just got to be an opportunity for somebody to learn how you think and even come to a conclusion. The best leaders and even the best followers, by the way, if you're listening to this and you have a leader that you look up to, ask them questions to discover how they got to that decision. Because everyone came to a conclusion somehow through their thought process of the experience and knowledge. So for us to ask questions to understand how they got there, we can understand their decision-making and thinking, which helps us grow. So three practices of multipliers as debate makers. So if you're, if you're a multiplier, we, we are curating debates, a healthy debate, a healthy conflict, healthy conversation. So the three practices are from these decision makers and even debate makers, understanding the issues, sparking the debate, and driving sound decisions. So within that, within that meeting, within that staff meeting, whatever, having a, a good, healthy debate is understanding the issues. So we need to come to the, the conclusion that we don't know it all at this point, but let's try our best to understand the issue. Whatever the issue is that you're trying to come to a conclusion to, so for a diminisher listening to this, this is how you become a multiplier. You understand the issues and you help other people understand the issues. We got we to gotta get the issue out. We got to get the problem out. We got to truly just talk through it. Let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not jump to solutions. Let's just talk about the problem. Now let's spark the debate. Let's everyone share their, their thoughts and perspectives on it. And then at that point, we can all understand and drive the sound decisions based on most of the time, honestly, it's obvious of like, well, yeah, that makes sense. That sh- that's probably it. But the leader doesn't always have to be the person who makes that decision or, or says what's right or wrong. So four elements of a great debate for a multiplier, engaging, easily understood, fact-based, and educational. So we got to get engaging. We got other people talking. We're going to get the, the quiet person in the room, help them share the thoughts that they have because they do. Just because they're quiet doesn't mean they're not thinking about something or they don't have great ideas. And it honestly starts with encouragement. Encourage them. Hey, your ideas are so good when you share. Thank you so much for sharing. That was so helpful to our team and what we're building. You, you're making such a difference here. Thank you. I, honestly, I just wish you shared more. Those type of encouragements go so far with people. And for us to take a specific moment in front of the team and share that instead of shaming them or making them feel bad about not talking all the time, honestly, is ridiculous. On the other side of it is disrespectful. So to be able to encourage her to to put life inside of them, make them smile, make them feel like a million dollars, that will create an engaging conversation. Easily understood. Let's not get in the like, each person has these like deep philosophical ideas or opinions. Like, let's just get more practical than not fact-based. Opinions are great in moments, but in a true debate, in a place where we're trying to get to a decision and make a decision and agree upon a decision, it happens through facts. And 
educational. Like, why are we doing this? We're, we're trying to get better. We're trying to grow. We're trying to get to a point of decision. So multipliers can create an organization that delivers results without their direct involvement. Here's a key indicator that you're a diminisher. You have to be involved in everything. You have to know about everything. You have to be a part of everything. You're in every meeting. You, you have 900 tabs open because you are literally running everything. So multipliers can create an organization that is truly winning, delivering results, making an impact, truly bringing solutions to the problem that they're trying to help with, and they're not involved in it. That's the best leader. The best leader is somebody who is checking in on people and going, oh, great, this is winning. Dude, you're doing so good. What can I, what can I do? What can I jump in on to make it even better? Those type of people are going to always have success, always have great teams around them, and always have a winning organization. So you can create organizations, you can create teams, you can create anything, even as, like, think about this. If you're serving on a content team at your church, you have three people on your team. You don't need to serve every single weekend. You don't need to serve every single youth night or every conference to create a space and a team for other people to be involved and to lead and to think is a place where you don't have to be involved all the time, which creates less stress on you, your family, your team even. So some key points here as we wrap up, multipliers bring out the best in others. It's not about you. It was never about you in the first place. Whatever organization you're part of could have existed without you. Yes, you might've had the idea that sparked it. I understand that. But your responsibility is to bring out the best in others, not the best in yourself. And by the way, that is how the best in yourself comes out is through other people. You're seeing somebody else succeed that you, you had an impact on. That should fill your cup. That should make you feel like an impactful, high-capacity leader. So multipliers bring out the best in others. Diminishers are only interested in themselves. You're only interested in yourself. You're only interested in your plan, your idea, your business, your success, your family. Again, those people are selfish and prideful. And what that turns into is they just have a big ego. They think that they're a bigger deal than they are. And we've all had leaders like that. We've all been around people like that where they're, and you're thinking, this guy only thinks about himself. And we've all had those moments. We probably had a day where you're thinking, I just want to think about myself today. I just want to be successful. I don't really care about anybody right now. That's okay. Just move on and don't live in that. So multipliers are interested in others. You truly have to get to a pure place where you only are thinking and interested in the best of others. And I, I just am so interested in what you have going on in your life, man. Like those type of people are the people you want to get coffee with, you want to, ha- you want to be a friend with. Those are the people who are going to win and be way more successful than the people who are only trying to build their kingdom. So diminishers act like they know it all, and multipliers act like challengers. So you don't always have to know it all. You don't have to even act like you know it all because most of the time diminishers don't know anything because they're so insecure in the place of leadership that they were in that they think that if they actually act like this, people will think that they know more than they do, which is very not true. Being a leader is a mirror and it definitely reveals all your insecurities, so it's time to get them out now. Multipliers act like challengers. They're just in the room to instigate, to help people think, to help people come to solutions talk about problems, and even debate in a healthy conflict way. So to wrap this up, if you're a multiplier, keep going. If you're a diminisher, there's an opportunity for you to grow and learn right now, and that's through other people. Make everything you're doing about other people, and you will win. Selfishness, pride, ego, self-centeredness does not work when you're trying to be a successful business, entrepreneur, pastor, whoever. 
being a multiplier is multiplying your decision-making, your thinking, your character, and other people and helping them win. And whatever their definition of win is, maybe it's wrong. That's your opportunity to help them think about what the win truly is in the organization and as an individual. So I believe that this truly will help you if you listen, take notes. Being a multiplier isn't sometimes the easiest or or the most fun because it's it's never about you. And I understand that. And there's moments where we can have a, a moment of a win where we just want to be celebrated. We just want to be encouraged. I, I want to encourage you. You're doing great. Everything you're doing is making an impact. And we have an opportunity today to serve other people, to love on people, to make them feel of value, of infinite value, because not just of what they do for the organization, but who they are, who they, what they bring to the table, and all the, all the difference that they're making. And, and make sure to encourage that. Last thing, encourage your team one by one on your staff, whoever you're reporting to or, or they're reporting to you. Make, it, make a decision today that I'm going to be the best encourager. I'm going to be the person who is more interested in what they have going on than what I have going on. And at the end of the day, the person who always serves other people, always has interest in other people more than themselves will be successful and win. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Conversations. If you got through this 30-minute episode, thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review if you can. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it's been so much fun. Make sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell. We're going to have videos every single week. We have videos every single week going out for you. Literally, we want nothing out of you besides the subscribe button, maybe a comment if you, if you have a thought about a multiplier or diminisher. So we'll see you next week.